Welcome to Emirates Podcast, episode number 128. This is your host, Suman Wall. I'd like to welcome Kara Molitor to Emirates Podcast. Uh, Kara from Nashville area, she's an ultra runner. And uh, recently, she won the Rebecca Mountain 50 miler here in Alabama. And I just wanted to welcome her. It's, uh, Kara and I, we've been friends with Krim for a long time. Uh, this is the first time we're talking. How are you doing, Kara? Good. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> How was your trip back to Alabama? It was good. Yeah. I'm excited to go back to the race again this time. It's been a couple of years. I did it in 2017. And so uh, coming back again, I knew that um, I've done a lot of ultras in between that time and learned a lot. And I was excited to <laughs> to go back and see if I, you know, I felt stronger and what it felt like, uh, you know, learning a lot of nutrition things over the years and uh, just to see where I was at in that. And so it's a good training run for Penhody. And so... Yeah. I got there again. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. We'll talk about a Pinhody, coming back to Pinhody, but one of the things I just want to mention, I don't know how was your race in 2017. I think that's what when you ran first time the Pinhody. Wherever you start, it's it's a pretty dark. <laughs> you start in a dark area at night, you know, climbing that early miles for you, for Rebecca versus late mile when yeah. you run Pinhody. How, how was the difference for you there? <laughs> oh, it's a complete difference. Like starting out in that climb, I was, I was expecting it to be daunting this time, like going up it again. But yeah, when you do it on fresh legs, it's, it's a whole different, <laughs> it's a whole different thing. So like yeah. when it got up to the top and I was like, that's it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was so fast and like yeah I felt so strong on that climb and yeah it's it's a whole different story though actually in Penhody when <laughs> you're so late into the race in the dark so yeah, yeah definitely climbing <laughs> Pinnacle uh, you guys don't know oh, or if man. you were trying to run Penhody uh, Pinnacle is about come like mile 70 um, Potters is about uh, mile 68 uh, something from there six six seven miles run uh, like you said, I, I have been started from there. I have, I have even from Adams to Pinnacle. Never, it was not bad as well. So, but but going the whole way and then coming to Pinnacle is a long climb. But yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember the first year when I did Rebecca Mountain though. Like I did that climb and then I finished the race and I remember just being like terrified, like terrified for that point in the race, knowing that my legs would not be fresh. And like that was the climb that I was gonna do, and so <laughs> I trained really hard on you know on my climbs and stuff just because I was a little bit uh, nervous. And I remember telling my pacer like, "Be ready for this. Like I, it's it's gonna be a big climb." And they're like, "We got you. I'm like, well, you're good." <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, one other thing, uh, I was pacing uh, somebody, and and he was, I mentioned that in previous podcasts as well, how he was thinking climbing pinnacle was all straight climb from the from the quarters <laughs> to straight up and he realized yeah. there's so many runnable places there so oh uh, yeah so yeah for sure <laughs> so how's the been uh, been hoodie trail for you that section uh this year it definitely seemed uh easier this year despite the heat i've been training really hard and I uh, put in a lot of miles leading up to this race and it definitely felt more ready, more prepared this time. And it, it felt easier. Like I remember it being just rocky and, <laughs> and, uh, my feet hurting so bad last time and just a lot of other things that I faced and, uh, it definitely had more confidence now just going into it this year, like finishing that race. And it, 
it just, you know, I, mean, I wouldn't say it's, you know, the easiest thing, but it, it felt easier this year. So it, it helped, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't have any, any feet issues during the race and my feet didn't hurt like they did last time. And so I can tell like the, you know, that just running more and, you know, doing more ultras and finding the right shoes and all that kind of stuff makes a, a big difference for sure. Yeah, definitely. Sounds like uh, you, you have trained up to this point and it showed up at the race. So that's a, yeah. <laughs> that's a great story. Yeah. yeah, I've definitely, I put in a lot more, a lot, lot more mileage uh, this season, a lot more than I did for last season. And um, I can, I can tell like this is the past couple of races I've done. I felt a lot stronger and, and had, had a lot better race. Races, I can tell like it's it's working <laughs> like it's nerve-wracking kind of putting in the mileage like you know you get worried that like you might get hurt you know and like something might happen but you know if you don't <laughs> you don't put a little bit of risk in there there's you know you're not going to see as big of rewards and so that's something I tried to change up this season is just putting in higher higher mileage and hoping that would pay off so seems so, to be so far <laughs> you paid off at uh, uh, Rebecca so that's one yeah. thing uh, you bring a really great point because um, last time when I ran uh, Lake Martin earlier this year and I trained up and I just 100 miler just didn't work 50 up to 50 was okay then by, by the time I passed a certain point it was uh, you know it didn't matter and then this summer I trained really hard um, for Berlin Marathon that's where I'm headed uh next week um nice and I, I would like to see how that, that that training will show up i'm actually training i i was actually telling some people that i'm really ready to run 100 mile at this time <laughs> just the burling <laughs> that's awesome just yeah burling. we'll see how that'll all pan out uh, it'll be interesting to see how how you know next next few races for me but but definitely uh that's a great story uh well we can we can talk a little bit more about your training and uh, you know as you headed to Pinhoti again um, before we go further, usually I like to ask, tell us about your running, running journey. Uh, just give kind of brief. Uh, I looked at your ultra sign up. It looks like you started ultra trail running at least in, since uh, 2012, around uh, about when I started running tra trail as well. Uh, g tell us about your, your running journey. Yeah, so um, I started running, I guess it was like, it was 2010 we moved to uh, Nashville, Tennessee, and um, I started running just on the treadmill, um, originally just to like lose weight after I had my kids, and um, I have two kids, they're 11 and 13 and um, now, And uh, but back then I was just trying to, you know, lose, lose the baby weight, I guess, <laughs> um, but I found like, you know, the more I ran and walked on the treadmill, like it just was like mentally clearing, like it, it just was like my time by myself, and it helped me just to kind of take that time you know, by myself and busy days. And back then it was, you know, I'd, I'd get on the treadmill when the kids were napping or, you know, go to the, the gym and, you know, put them in childcare and <laughs> I'd put them in the stroller and, you know, go on walk runs that way. But it's, it's definitely changed up a lot since then. Um, but I found that, yeah, it was just like, I love the time, I guess, by myself. And um, when I moved here in 2010, my sister actually asked if I would run a 5K with her. And I had only run really on the treadmill, so I'd never really <laughs> run outside on the roads or anything. But I was like, well, sure. I mean, I've been <sighs> running on the treadmill here and there. Like, I, you know, I think I think I can do it. <laughs> and uh, so I show up to this 5K and I end up um, winning, I think it was third in my age group. 
And, you know, for me, I was like, well, I really didn't even like train for it, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like just kind of here and there running. And, um, but man, I found like the, the feeling of just running that hard, you know, back then I, I was like, this is amazing. And to place, you know, at something I didn't <laughs> really work that hard toward was, I wondered after that, like if I really trained hard, like w- what I could do, like I thought maybe this is my thing. Like I could actually be good at this. Like I didn't play sports growing up. And, um, so I was like, well, I don't know, like maybe this is something I could be good at now. And, um, so I ran a few five K's and then I, uh, went up to half marathons. And then, uh, for my birthday one year, I asked, um, my friend, like she said it, you know, if I signed up for a marathon, she would run it with me. And so I started looking at marathons and a lot of them, um, like locally and stuff, they had already like filled up and um, I could, just couldn't find anything that I didn't have to travel really far for um, that I was interested in. And she said, well, you know, you've been running with that a trail group. Like I, I started running with a trail group on a um, like they had a summer trail mixer. It was like six week session and um, you show up and run with the group for free. And um, I met a lot of cool people in that group. And so that's how I heard about Stump Jump. They had like 11 miler there and a lot of other people were doing Uh, 50ks and so I went uh, and started running on the trails and I ran the uh, 11 miler the first year Um, so anyway she was saying well what about that race you know you went to you to the 11 miler they have a 50k there so why don't you just sign up for that 50k and I'll do it with you well (laughs) so I sign up when we get like the last two spots and I was like sitting there thinking about it I was like I'm pretty sure it'll take a lot longer than like a road marathon because like you know I was like calculating the time it was taking me to run like five miles and I was like it's a lot longer than like five miles on the road (laughs) so it turns out it's you know it was almost well after I finally did a road marathon that was almost double the time it took me to run a road marathon on the so the trails so stump jump 50k was my uh, first uh, ultra and that was in 2013 so that was my yeah start of ultra running and i was i was hooked (laughs) so So definitely uh the further i ran i just i love the idea of it like it was it's fun running fast and i love being you know competitive and um but for me it was like when i started doing trails i realized like it was a different kind of competitive it took a lot grit and things that you know like you had to be willing to put yourself through that you know, a lot different than road running. I loved every bit of it. It was just not as intimidating um, in a different way. Uh, I felt like I could just like be myself and I love like the trail community and everyone was so, you know, like fun and would hang out after races. And I just, yeah, I got hooked. Like the further I went, I was like, well, I wonder what's the next distance I could do. And like, I guess like I never, I never reached that point where I was like, this is too much. And so every race I would finish and everyone said, well, like you, you'll get to a 50 miler and that, you know, that's usually like, you know, like you have your breaking points Mm -hmm. where you're like, that was too much. Well, I, I did my 50 miler and I remember right afterward I was like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Like 50 miles is a long way. Like, I don't know if I want to keep going. Um, and then a couple of days later I was like, no, I definitely do. <laughs> so I just kept, yeah, I just so kept, you kept like, going and forward. Going. Yeah. And the next thing I knew I was, I was doing a hundred miles <laughs> and, uh, that, that's, that's definitely a whole different thing. Like going from 50 miles to a hundred miles. It's, it's a, it's a whole other set of like mental, uh, mental toughness. Like it, it takes a lot more and think hundred miles is where I was finally like, wow, this is, this is hard. Like this is every one of them. Like you're never, um, certain, like you're going to finish and it's always hard. Like you always have that moment when you're out there and you're like, 
I, I don't know what's going to happen today. <laughs> um, and I love, I love that, like that test, you know, that like you have to get through all these moments to make it to the other side. And yep. the finish is, gosh, it's the finish is like life changing. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's life changing. Like for me, it was at least. <laughs> so. It's how many hundred have you done so far? Um, so I have completed three. I started uh, four, um, but I only finished. Um, I, I did Tunnel Hill um, last year, and I only made it to 76 miles. Um, wow! So of course they give you they give you like the the 50 mile buckle. Um, so I guess as if you would drop down to the 50 mile. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually, for me, I consider it still like a DNF because I, I, I went in for a hundred miles and I didn't, I didn't finish. Um, and that's, that was actually the race where I went in way too confident. Like it's flat, it's a flat race. Mm. And I thought like it being flat, like I was so ready for it. <laughs> yeah. Having done like hilly races before I thought like, this is going to be like a given, like I, I, I had it <laughs> and I, yeah, that was not the case that day. Um, and it was, yeah, it was, it was tough. That was my first, race um since i've been running that was my first dnf race um so that was yeah it was tough but like you learn a lot of lessons from that and you know i definitely know now like it's 100 miles is never a for sure thing you know no matter if it's flat or you know what <laughs> what you think going into it <laughs> yeah. so it's yeah. not the terrain that you're yeah. fighting i guess that's what you're saying so. yeah. yeah 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 definitely that you know i ended up leaving there and uh, i spent six weeks in a in a boot with um, tendonitis, and um, they thought I had a stress fracture in my shin. So mm-hmm. that was that was a tough race for sure, and uh, the most painful recovery of a race too is really, really cold race. <laughs> so <laughs> I think it dropped down to like 17 degrees or something at night, and my water bottles were freezing up. And gosh, <laughs> it was a tough race, but it's a it's a beautiful race out there, you know, considering that the the train is, you know, flat and stuff, but like, it's, it's still beautiful race. Like I would, you know, maybe consider going back again, although I don't like the cold. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sounds like you want to go back. So, so yeah. if I hear it correctly. Someday. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds yeah. like a, sounds like an interesting journey, uh, running journey. You have, um, do you yeah. still run the road or, or you? Yeah, I do. Um, it's easier for me. It's I'm about 30 minutes or so from the nearest, um, trail where I, where I live. Um, and so it, it's more convenient during the week. Um, if I can get out to the road, um, weekdays usually. And then I, I, I try to f- focus, you know, my weekends on the, on the trails. I've been trying to get out more on the trails this season and I've been running like Tuesdays and Thursdays on the trails and then the weekends as well. But I, I definitely still road run and I, I I have nothing against it. Like I still, <laughs> I still love road and I love running, you know, fast and it's, you know, it's, you have to open up your stride more and it's, I think it's actually really good for you because you get out on races that even trail races where you get some, you know, gravel roads and more runnable stuff. And I think like keeping road running in the mix helps, um, like your stride to, to be faster. And so I, I definitely still, I love road running still. <laughs> and, uh, I, when I get bored sometimes, like during the season, like where I, you know, I do a bunch of trails and if I get kind of bored of it, like I'll, I'll sign up for a road race and do that as well. So I'm not definitely not against road. I still love road. And, yeah. um, but I love trails more. <laughs> so. Yeah. A lot of time, a lot of time I, I tell people I'm through, through and through a road runner, but at least oh. at the same time I'm running trail 
So a lot of time you see me running a road like a 10 mile, yeah. 15 miles, and I go out and run trail yeah. more. And it's just yeah. in Birmingham, we, we, you know, if I if I plan it correctly, I can run. I ran last weekend. I ran 20 on the road, eight on the trail. So oh wow, kind of mix yeah, it with that, you know. So that's a lot on the road. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't prefer that as much. I, yeah. I, tend to like these days keep the road stuff shorter like I, I probably don't go over you know 10 miles or so on the road mm. um just depending on the what I, where I'm at in my training season and stuff but uh I still yeah I yeah. still like it <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm training for Berlin at this time so they're yeah. all roads so I have to kind of prepare for that but as I yeah. transition in the fall season miss, I start miss the trail a little <laughs> yeah I, I'm, I'm gonna yeah I miss the trail it just uh like you yeah. said going in the trail takes a much longer time you know so yeah. time wise and you know where I am and you know whatever I'm doing so so but yeah. but definitely um you know training on the road is uh, uh like you said it brings you that rhythm a lot of time you don't get to run that rhythm running and on the trail as much as yeah, you know depending. it depends yeah like where the trails yeah. are around you and like if they're technical or smooth or you know like what yeah. kind of stuff you get but yeah, it's a different different train and everything, which, like, I, I do believe that you prepare for the race, you know, like, you're getting ready to run, like, by doing similar train most of the time, but I think, like, you can also mix in, you know, other stuff just to just to keep you, like, all around, um, you know, stronger at everything, and, yeah. and, and that helps, so, like, yeah. you can kind of sign up for anything, you know, at any point, so. <laughs> yes, one of, the, one of the mistake, or, you know, I think it was intensely done for me this summer was, uh, I was I picked a lot of uh, even in trail I picked a lot of gentle hills and hills I try to avoid as much hills as possible that's opposite of what I usually what I do <laughs> in the summertime yeah. I'm hitting every hill I could could find in the past so this summer's like uh it kind of so I think <laughs> I started with a little injuries like a, a plantar type of issue so it's climbing hill was a little painful I guess that's one of the reasons and I'm yeah. training for Berlin you know things like that uh but but I think I think we'll see how the season will tell me, but but um, but definitely it's not um, like you said. You, you got to mix up all the terrain. So so yeah. So be, before we move on, I just wanted to ask you about the trail running community in um, Nashville area. I know um, I have some friends over there, but uh, just wanted to learn from you how is the trail running trail system around the Nashville Nashville area. Yeah, so we have, um, we don't have a lot of trails around here, like close to the area. We have uh, like one local trail that I would say almost anybody and everybody who trail runs in Nashville trains at that trail and it's uh, called Percy Warner Park. There's like loops of trails out there. Uh, there's a red, white and a blue trail and uh, like the longest trail, um, the red loop is like four and a half miles. And so we do a lot of looping around on these trails. Um, so you tend to see a lot of your friends all the time too, because you're passing each other back and forth on the loops. And um, but I've gotten used to it. And uh, I'd say like the trail community here is like great for what we do have for trails. Like we have a lot of people that are really, really strong runners. Like there's a lot of elevation on the trails that we do that we, the one that we do have. Um, and then there's some other trails that we can travel like maybe an hour or so hmm. away. And, and they're pretty good. Like, you know, with, um, you know, some technical stuff and some runnable stuff and, you know, some good elevation. And so I feel like we get a little bit of little bit of everything as well as uh you know the humidity and heat here which um does us really good um even when we travel to races and um getting used to that but yeah the the trail community here in nashville like we're very i feel like we're all really close and tight-knit 
just because like we do train <laughs> on the same the same trails and like that's everybody's there on the weekends so yeah. you're constantly you know high-fiving and saying hey to your friends <laughs> <laughs> couple of groups here that um you know have formed and um one of them is like the uh fleet feet um nashville we have the dirt bags the ultra dirt bags group and um uh i train with them a lot on uh like tuesdays and thursdays i've been going out with them and you know i have a lot of friends in that group um and then there's also um like for nashville running company has a group and there's so many like groups out here that have formed um, and me, you know, at the trails and stuff. So it's, it's great. <laughs> like, we're pretty close. Like we, we pretty much like if anyone's around and we, you know, like if I meet them, I'm like, you're from Nashville. Like I should know you because <laughs> like, <laughs> where else are you training? Cause we're, we're probably at the same place. So yeah, yeah it's, it shocks me if I meet someone at a race and they're from close by and I don't, haven't met them before. <laughs> yep. so, yeah, yeah. It's the same thing here in Birmingham. We are pretty close knit group of, friends here and um you know we we have uh if you're not from birmingham area and if you come into birmingham area we just we have red mountain park which is which is almost like what you're talking about um small area small loop and we have yeah. out out in the Ruffner mountain which i don't get to go as often it's uh towards the east um east uh, northeast for for me at least east of birmingham and um south of birmingham is uh Part of the South Oak Mountain State Park. I think you you have run there. Yeah, yeah, uh, I've been there before. Yeah, mm -hmm. so that's a that, that's a beautiful trail. You, all kind of mix of trails, easy, you know, to to really difficult. We have some of the backcountry unmarked courses now that we can go, and you know we have our own version of Barkley Hill and so on. So, so we have nice. uh, Oak Mountain. You know, one, <laughs> I have run Oak Mountain 50 miles without double looping anywhere, and stay stay in the top for 26 miles. It's just kind of one climb, one <laughs> one climb up, one climb down. So things like that, you know, we're yeah. loop around the trails and stuff. It's a it's a pretty nice year, but but definitely, yeah. Um, yeah if you if a listener wanted to come to Birmingham, look up for a Butts uh, Birmingham Ultra Trail Running Society. We are pretty nice. Yeah, that's yeah. A, I've heard a lot about your group. Yeah. Like I feel like everybody must be close knit in that group as well, which yeah. is cool. Yeah, that's you awesome. saw them a lot of them at the at the Rebecca. Uh, now. yeah so yeah yeah that's awesome i love i love little tight communities like that and i think trail running is uh, one of the great things like you know you usually know everyone around the area and get to know each other and you know get to run with lots of people and that's 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 one thing like i i you know our trail sometimes i'm like some you know there's some days where i'm like man we gotta run there again <laughs> you know <laughs> it's like the only place to run but you know it, it it has its like you know positives yeah. as well and um you know you kind of know every little turn every twist every <laughs> every hill and uh where every rock is after a while but, uh, it's 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 a great trail and i'm glad that we have that at least and you know that we have some some great runnable stuff as well and um you know like i said we can run the roads as well and um if we like to travel there's some great trails about you know hour or so there's like um, uh, there's some good loops and stuff that are like 20 miles or so. And, mm -hmm. um, so we usually travel like, you know, little excursion runs every once in a while as well, but East Tennessee, you got all kind of mountains, but you're in West, oh, yeah. West Tennessee. So, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm like, I wish it lived a little bit closer to some yeah. more stuff, but you know, we, yeah. we use what we have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, and so. that's a lot of times why I end up race, like going to races more and using, uh, like races as training runs, which, I know it's like not everybody's thing. Like sometimes it's, you know, difficult to do, but, um, I like getting out and like doing some other stuff and, 
um, not knowing every twist and turn and <laughs> what's coming up next. And I, I think it helps to kind of do some other stuff as, you know, other than close by. So it's, it's fun <laughs> for me. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, let's uh, let's switch the topic a little bit. Uh, go back to okay. where we started earlier. Uh, going to Pinhoti. Uh, you're coming back to Pinhoti. You want to come back to Pinhoti. Uh, seems like you're training hard to come back to Pinahody. First question is probably is like why why come back? What what did you like about Pinahody versus you know first time and uh, when you that whenever you ran back back whenever I saw you versus uh, versus when you run what, what are you looking for this time? Yeah, so I ran it uh, in 2017 and that was my second um, 100 miler. I did um, Zion 100. Um, that same year I did that in April and then did Penhody in November and, um, actually had a, had a great race at Penhody. Um, and that's still been uh, my best 100 miler for time, um, which it's, you know, I got great rolling Hills and stuff, but it, it was, for me, it was a draw that it's, it's more local. I, I went back to Zion, um, 100 again in Utah this year um, and, uh, it's, you know, the traveling for me was a lot to, to travel that far for races. Like it's, I love it and it was beautiful, but it, it adds like an, another, um, for me and another level of stress that mm. I don't have when I travel, um, like locally, you know, I was like flying and you gotta, you know, pack stuff differently. And, um, I, I didn't bring crew and pacers because traveling that far, like, you know, not a lot of people could afford to go with, and it just made everything like a little bit harder. And so everyone said, Hey, like if you do a local race, like we'll come pace you. Mm. And so, um, Penhody was definitely, that's, that's the first one. I'm like, Oh, I'll go back there. Like I had a, a great race there. Um, and I definitely want to go back and see if like it can, you know, take it up another level. So <laughs> I love that it's not too far away and it can definitely bring friends with and crew and, and all that. So, um, yeah, it's, I, I want to go back again and have a great race. Uh, Zion was a little hard for me this this year. My training didn't go as well as I had hoped. And like I said, traveling, there was a lot of um, stress and, and hassle. We had some delayed flights and um, <laughs> a lot of things happened traveling. And I just, yeah, I, was, I, I wasn't ready for that again. Um, and it also just, you know, it's a lot of money to travel that far and, um, plane tickets and you know all the logistics of stuff and so I just wanted this race to be um, simpler and not as uh, stressful um, and I, ha I have a couple of friends going to Pinoti as well and um, so I was like that's a great race let's do it again <laughs> so, 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 yeah. so definitely um, uh, one of the one of the things I mentioned several times uh, you know runners like you who travels far far away you know I have not my most of my ultra running is a, like almost local, you know, furthest I have traveled yeah. to Georgia, Pine Mountain, which is across the state line. So, so it's just, yeah. I think, I think one of the, one of my biggest worries, especially running hundred, I know how, how I end up as after a hundred running hundred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like completely trash and I'm like, can't walk up the stairs. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have to stay like a couple of days in, in the trail or something. Just yes. <laughs> Yeah, well, like we stayed when we were in Utah this time, like we stayed an extra day. So I think it gives you just like, you know, enough, mm. re enough, a little bit more recovery, but it was still rough. I remember like taking our bags to the airport and just kind of like hobbling along and just like, yeah, <laughs> it's still a different level of, you know, like rough, but uh, it's, yeah, it's, it was worth it and everything. But um, I think it's, it's good to mix it up though and do 
some local stuff too to you know like kind of for me it takes that stress away of of you know the traveling so far and everything yeah. so but yeah, <laughs> yeah but <laughs> definitely I, I want it lo- a little bit low keyer this time so. <laughs> I mean I travel for a marathon I travel around the world we didn't, yeah. I haven't even run a 50k wow. beyond, <laughs> beyond, yeah. beyond the yeah. state line so this kind of I need to get out of that comfort zone and maybe run a 50-mile or 50K or 50-mile yeah. at least somewhere. Yeah. I mean, some people love traveling. Like, they love, you know, exploring new places and racing new places. And I don't know. Like, I maybe I'll get to that point, you know, at some point because I, I have, like, looked at the races that were further away and, like, man, I'd love to go do that. But, it, you know, it does get expensive. And, and for me, that's that's probably been the biggest thing is, um, you know, just affordability. Sure. It's already expensive enough doing <laughs> the stuff that we do and so the closer I keep stuff like the more I get to race like I can choose more races throughout the season versus you know like just being able to do one or two um so that's that's been another reason I've kept it more you know local and local. just done stuff like Georgia Alabama Chattanooga um just because I get to I get to race more than and that's that's what I love <laughs> yeah. I love racing same so. <laughs> thing here you know I just love racing just yeah just cannot put myself there just uh, yeah. imagining getting, like you said, dragging myself in the airport, you know, yeah. hard <laughs> enough to, when I run a marathon, it's like, I need to figure this out. So, so yeah. definitely tell us about uh, your training, training schedule. Uh, you know, you, you, you talked about, I mean, like we talked about earlier when you came back to Rebecca, you know, you know things turn around. How was your training? Uh, tell us about how different your training from the first time when you ran Pinhoti versus now you're at, you're about to run. You know, summer has been really hot. The weather's still hot outside. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. So, so I, yeah. you know, you know, when we run Pinhoti, it'll be like a forty-something degree. But but tell us about how was your training this summer? Yeah. So I'd say um like the difference between like this um you know this season and when I I raced in 2017 um like I was still new to racing hundreds. Um, and so everything is like a a new learning process, like just trying to figure out like how you're going to run that far. And, you know, like there's a lot of different other things you face. Um, and, and so now I feel like I've, I figured some of those things out. Um, and like leading into this season, um, I took some time to do, um, like a, a big, a big season of uh, strength training. And I did a lot of weightlifting and, um, you know, PT exercises and stuff just to, um, try to get my body stronger before I even started into this season. I tend to, to get a lot of injuries. Um, and I've had a lot of injuries in the past. And so I was a little bit worried trying to add more mileage that, that I was going to get injured. And so I, I went into the season just trying to, you know, like get stronger to start with. Um, and I just needed a little break, like from running. Um, and so I, yeah, I did a bunch of strength training. Um, and then as I started, um, ramping up my mileage, um, I would just lessen the, the strength training and stuff just so I could, um, you know, run more my weeks now, like they're a lot higher mileage. Um, I've, I've been running trails more than road. I've still kept road in, but, um, trying to get out to the trails more, which is, it's definitely harder, um, for time to do that. But like, I think it's, it's paying off and it's, been worth it I guess most of my average weeks now have been I've hit some like 70 and 80 mile weeks Hmm. um, and I'm hoping to keep ramping that up um, in the next couple of weeks Um, so this will definitely um, be a higher mileage season for me Um, I think like last season when I was training for Zion like my weeks sat 
at mostly like 50 miles. Um, and so now pushing it into like, you know, 70 and 80 miles a week. Um, it's, it's, you know, like, it's just a, you have to really focus on like getting things done and, um, being really organized to, to be able to fit that into the schedule. Um, and so it's, yeah, it's been, it's been a lot of work. And at first that, you know, I was a little bit nervous when I started like, you know, getting into that kind of mileage and stuff, but, uh, it's, yeah, I felt way stronger, like right away. And so I knew like, this was like what I needed to do to get to that next level. Like I kept, I kept wanting to do better at races, but I realized after a while, like the only way I think I was going to get better is that was the, that was the one thing I hadn't pushed is upping my mileage to higher mileage. And, um, Mm. my friend was talking to me and she said, you know, like you've been running for almost, you know, like nine years. And like, what's, what's the one thing you've not done? Like you've not, you know, pushed your mileage up that high. Like you've, you've gotten closer, but you've not done that. And like, that's, if you want to get to that next level, like that's what you need to do. (laughs) So I was like, all right, well, heck, let's just do it this season. Like I, I really want to have a good race. If that's what it takes, I'm going to do it. Like I'll find the time I'll, you know, I'll make it work. And it's been great (laughs) so far. So let's, uh, I really, it's an interesting topic for me because I'm just coming off, uh, for, from, from a high, for me as a high mileage, especially for marathon training, it's pretty, pretty high miles. Not, not as high as, uh, as some people would think, but for me, it was pretty high doing the 50, 60 miles a week. And, uh, you know, yeah. with, with this weather and all, all, all considered. Yeah, it's, been, it's been hot out. It's been <laughs> miserable hot out this whole summer. So, I mean, that's so summer training. <laughs> so what kind of training do you do? Like a long, long, long run every, every weekend, or do you like you do in the weekdays, you have some miles and yet I think you mentioned about Tuesday, Thursday running trail as well. Do you do long miles during the week? How, how does that whole, whole scenario works for you? Yeah, so, like, um, I've I've um, added on some mileage, like, during the week. Um, like, every run I've done, I've, you know, added a couple of miles to those runs. Um, I, I always take – I always, almost always take Mondays off. Um, I, sometimes I'll, I'll bike on the trainer at home. Um, but Mondays are usually, like, my rest days. Um, and then, like, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I've been going out to the trails, and I'll run um, with our dirt bags group. Um, and I've been doing, I don't know, maybe 8 to 10 miles on those days. Mm-hmm. Um, some days I've pushed it a little bit more, you know, done, like, 12 or 13 miles, just depending on what mileage I'll need in, in the week. Um, and then Wednesdays I've been running – um, probably Wednesdays and Fridays, I've been running, um, more road. And then my weekends always consist of back to back long runs. Um, so it might be like a, a 20 miler on one day and a 15 miler on the next day or 20 and a 20 or something closer to like that on my, on the weekends. Um, but, uh, back to back, um, runs on the weekends for sure. Yeah. So on in, in the weekend, whenever you do, do you start early or or oh yeah <laughs> yeah I have a friend who uh my friend Dave likes to start early like just for his schedule and his family schedule and so we usually start at like 5 30 so mm. I'd say we like we beat the heat a little bit but sometimes it's actually more humid like that early in the morning uh, <laughs> so um but we try to start early and it it does help like you know versus like if I were just to go out on my own I probably would like sleep in and <laughs> and wait to like really late and go out which I used to do that and you know, I'd start like late morning and like it didn't, it never went well. And so it's, it's been good, like motivation and accountability to, to get out with someone like early in the morning and, 
just get it done. And then you realize like you get home and it's like, you have the whole rest of the day. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's helpful, yeah. but, um, yeah, it's, it's yeah. still, no matter what been hot out, like we've, we've still had some, you know, rough runs. Like everyone I talk to, the, the heat's been kicking everyone's butt. So it's, it's been a hot summer and, um, I love, I, I love running in the heat, like versus like when it gets colder out, I, I don't even want to leave my house. So it's, <laughs> it's really hard to get out for long runs. Um, so I actually, it's easier for me in the, in the summer, even if it gets hot and then, you know, like I, I definitely prefer the heat. So I'm like, yay, it's going to be yeah. hot out again. <laughs> yeah. I, I love, I love summer running. Uh, I think in the, yeah. the far, I mean, my long, I mean, the most mile I have logged this year is in August. So yeah so july yeah. august july and august i mean long long days and you know yeah but one of the yeah, things it's still light out <laughs> yeah it's like it's still light out at seven o'clock yes. seven thirty yes. so, so it's yeah. love that now it's dark so so one yeah. of the thing um that for me is uh, i was trying to log a lot of miles towards the back end like a friday saturday and sunday and i'm mm -hmm. just wiped out you know after first month i was like ah. Oh, it's like all my weekends gone, and you know, so so decided to back out at least the one of the Saturday or Sunday, so that way I can spend some time with the family. Because oh yeah, that's <laughs> important. That's very important, so, like for sure. Because I'm yeah. like, with this heat and everything, I'm just wiped yeah. out and I come home, yeah. take a nap, and I'm I'm sleeping yeah. all day, and then they're like, uh, yeah, I get <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, that that definitely used to be like me when I first started ultra running. Like I remember, like every you know, every run on the weekends, like I, I needed to come home and take a nap. Like I was just, yeah, I was wiped out. Like it was hard to even like, you know, keep going throughout the day, just, uh, just being so tired. But like the more, the more experience I've had running and the better I've, um, kept on top of like my nutrition and hydration is super important. Um, just finding the right balance for you and what works for you. And, um, my recoveries are, are, are a lot quicker. Like I, I still sometimes like if I have time, um, you know, on the weekends, I will come home and take a short nap, maybe one of the days, like, you know, but I don't have to, like, it's, if I miss it, I'm not going to be wiped for the mm. whole day. And so I think that's, that's the biggest thing that's changed over the past few years is just like, I recover really, really fast from things. Um, like I can go out and do a 50 K and race. And then the next day, like I'm okay. Like I'm tired, but I'm not like I used to be or like I couldn't walk up a stair or, or you know, like I'd be sleeping the rest of the day or, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely a quicker recovery now than it used to be. So, but I, yeah, that's important. Like to make sure you, you balance, you know, family time. And, um, I, I think when I trained for like even Penhody last time, uh, I was working with a, um, a, a coach back then, um, I was doing like back to back long runs for my first 100 um, going into Penhody that year that just because I was short on time and a lot of other things that we were just going to do one um, single long run a week um, and so I just that's how I trained last time for Penhody we just I just did one um, uh, long run on Sunday that way Saturday um, we had more family time so yeah it's it's definitely like there's seasons where you really got to you got to figure that out out around the family and just um, making sure everybody gets <laughs> you know, enough time and that you have energy to do everything. And that's, yeah. that's part of like the, the journey of like the seasons of running, like things are always going to be changing. And I think like just adapting to that and being okay with some seasons, you're going to train really hard and some that are going to be like, so, so just because of just, you know, obligations and family stuff and, you know, work and, and all those things. But just knowing that this is like, 
you know, if we're in it for the long run, like the long run, (laughs) this is like a long journey and like, it's going to come and go, you know, for things. Um, but yeah, family time is, is very important. We, we try to, we try to work on that here as well. Like if I get out for a long run, we try to like, you know, do something in the afternoon as a family and, um, try to balance that. So it's important for sure. (laughs) I usually have to go, I have a girl, so I usually have to go shopping. So for the mall shopping or something so make up for the time (laughs) yeah i have a boy and a girl and so my son would be like heck no i don't want to go shopping like can we play video games or something and (laughs) but uh (laughs) yeah it's uh it's for at least that's easier for me i spent last sunday just going around the mall shopping 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 for i don't even i don't even like the mall like i don't I don't even like to go to the mall. So. Yeah, <laughs> that I wouldn't be very fun yeah, to me. Yeah, I, I do not like mall, but one of the thing, um, being I guess as a holder runner, as I get older, that's the that is a, one of the main difference for me. It's getting tired. Like you said, maybe there's a nutrition factor that I need to look into it. Uh, maybe um, there's some of the things that I really need to focus as I go forward. Um, I was not like this. Um, you know, ten mile run, I come home and just fine. But now, yeah. ten mile run, I come home. I want to take a couple of hours of nap. Or... Yeah. yeah, and it could just be you know, like there's always like life, you know, yeah. like a lot when when you get busy. The busier you get with work, and I mean, I'd say definitely had had seasons where I'm just wiped all the time, um, and just that's just because like life stuff, you know, took over more than running, mm. and I wasn't able to focus as much on running like work, and I was working long hours and trying, you know, and going to school and there's just like, there was so much else happening that like running was kind of like that last thing in the day. And, um, yeah, it was, is it, it was harder, you know, and, um, my schedule is more flexible and, um, and that's, that's helped for sure. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, I think, I think sometimes it, sometimes it can be like a nutrition, you know, nutrition things or, um, just not getting enough sleep. I, I really focus on, um, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm like an old person, I guess. Like, I go to bed at like nine o'clock, and I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't mm. go out and hang out with people late at night. And I'm like, I gotta go home and go to bed, guys. <laughs> so, I'm, um, I'm not yeah. fun as far as that goes. But I think, and, yeah. you know, sleep is very important, and you know, as for recovery and just like as the, the further you get into your training season, like it, the more sleep you're gonna need, um, just to be ready for all that, and like. When you sleep, your body recovers. If you're not getting enough sleep, if you're not eating right, all those things can really, you know, and, and not recovering. Like if you're not taking the right amounts of time off after, you know, after runs or, you know, in your, in your, um, your training season, you know, like there, there's the right amount of recovery that you need after everything. And I've started to figure that out now and it's, it takes a while <laughs> for sure, but yeah, yeah, I love sleep. <laughs> Same here. You, you see me snoozing all the time, so I actually love napping. I guess that's one of my things. So yes. So before even Same. before this interview, I came from work, had to take a nap, and then after yeah, hey, yeah. I love naps. <laughs> uh, one of the, one of the thing uh, I did this uh, this training cycle different from uh, previous uh, is that uh, I mean I, I used to do that, but still I'm more focused since I was trying to cut the day. The day that I run, I really run. I ran. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, I run two, three times, or you know, like I was mentioning earlier, I ran yeah. 20 miles on the road, eight miles on the trail, or eight miles on the road, or eight miles mm-hmm. on the trail, something like that. In that sense, family was was okay. This week, I 
uh, I have only had 15 miles and I came home really early. Everybody's like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why are you already home? Yeah, like, you're already running. <laughs> Literally happened yeah. to me this week because yeah. they, they don't oh, see me coming home that they early. Used to, yeah, they used to be out, you're out running in a bunch. <laughs> yeah, so. well, my kid, my, as my kids are getting older, like they sleep in later too, so... There's some, sometimes I'll get back from a run and they're still sleeping and yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys realize I just like, I ran 20 miles and came home and you like, you guys are still sleeping. <laughs> so. that's, that's, that, those are the day when my kids are still sleeping. I kind of sneak yeah. in and uh, yep. act like I didn't go running. And then... Yeah. I, I may like I may have even like come home, taken a quick shower sometimes, and actually laid back down, and like got in like a quick nap before they even like got a, yeah. out of bed. Like yeah, I, I, I like, didn't go running, awesome. guys. Today I was just home, and then <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? Yeah, I was just sleeping. Yeah, like, just sleeping. So. Really. so talking now, you mentioned a little bit about nutrition earlier. Let's talk about nutrition. How how are okay. you finding your nutrition? And how how has nutrition changed? It's nutrition is so important. You know, yeah. hydration, nutrition. I think those are two things you mentioned earlier. So let's talk about that. Yeah. So I think um, so. Like I guess the way my nutrition and hydration has changed. Like I realized um, as far as like hydration, like hydration is more important more important than even um, I found than even the food that you're eating. Like if you're not staying on top of um, hydration when you're running. And I'm talking about like even going into, you know, all your runs during the week, like making sure you're hydrated enough, um, like that can decrease your performance by a lot. You can feel fatigued even just by not hydrating enough mm -hmm. coming into a run. And then, you know, I realized like I, I just needed a lot more, um, you know, water and electrolytes um, than a lot of people. And so like I have to stay on top of that for me if I do that that makes for a better run and then I'm able to eat more. Um, but for me, hydration is super important, even just like throughout the day, making sure I'm getting enough water. Um, and uh, like on the way to a long run, I'll, I'll drink some, you know, electrolytes just to like, because it's so hot out, especially like to, to get that into your system before you even like start running, I think is important. But it, yeah, I just realized like I need, I need a lot more water and a lot more um, electrolytes. And uh, if, if I'm, very you know on top of that helps me to have a better run so um that and uh just eating more <laughs> eating more and finding um for me like the right type of nutrition um was important i never really had like big um i would say stomach issues running like i've been able to usually eat kind of whatever and be fine um until i got into like 100 milers and like when you get beyond a certain distance when I get 70 ish miles that's when I you know you start to get a little bit of stomach issues if you don't stay on top of things um uh and you get a lot of fatigue if you don't eat enough um and so for me it's just just figuring out like what nutrition was going to work um and so I I've switched up my nutrition um this season I started using um spring gels um which they're made from like real food and and uh those yeah I love them like they my stomach likes them and um, because they're made from real food, I don't feel like I'm just getting in like a bunch of sugar um, mm. and stuff that's going to like, I'm going to, you know, get like a, you know, like an energy spike and then it's going to drop. Sure. Um, so with those, like I just make sure I'm eating them all the time. <laughs> so I make, I'm, I, I use the gels and then I mix that in, you know, with real food and solid food as well. Um, but for me, it's like I have to eat every 
30 minutes. I used to wait till like 45 minutes or like push the time more. And I just need, realized that like I needed more calories. And so when I started doing like 30 minutes and I'm talking about like on the dot 30 minutes, like I don't mm. wait anytime after that, like I have to eat on 30 minutes. And if I, if I push that, like that's when I'll start having problems. So, so this is like doing your <clears throat> training run or races. Or yeah. Any? Anything. Yeah, like when I when my training runs, they replicate what I'm gonna do on race day. Mm. So I'm I'm pretty boring in the fact like even before a training run, I'm gonna eat the same exact thing I'm gonna eat before a race. I have two or three meals that I eat even before a training run. I'm gonna eat the same exact food. So <laughs> if I'm gonna eat spaghetti, like I'm gonna eat spaghetti before every long run because to me I feel like if you if you practice it like you are racing like the same things when it comes to race day that that those things will have never changed so you know it's not like if you start having stomach issues and you always eat spaghetti or whatever like you know it wasn't from the spaghetti it's from something else that's happening and uh so yeah i just i repeat the same (laughs) the same few dinners the same few breakfasts like everything is like repetitive like what i would do leading up to race day and uh for me that helps to kind of like i it helps to like me to weed out the other things. So if there is an issue coming up, I can usually figure out like it's from something else, mm. you know, either something that happened during the run or something else I did differently. Um, now, of course, you can't always solve those things to a T, but it helps me weed out things that I, I can, can figure things out more than is if I was testing new foods every night, you know, before a long run. And I'm trying out like all these different things like you don't know if if your energy lack of energy is from what you ate the night before or like something else that happened, you know? And so I feel like that just keeps it very repetitive, <laughs> which it might be boring to some people, but yeah, I've, I've been no. doing that for a couple of years and I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty repetitive. Yeah. So so. That's, that's what works for you. And uh, yeah. I mean, you have proven it, you know, through your running, racing, you know, for me is when I'm, I'm training, I'm depriving myself. That's what I feel like, feels like, you know, <laughs> I run oh, no. ball of water, there's <laughs> water, in the races, no. uh, races I, I I do take a lot of stuff, uh, whatever they give yeah. me, or even one of my last hundred miles, I have a whole crew and entourage uh, yeah. to, to, to take care of me. But uh, it's never uh, never the same scenario. That's probably what I need to do. Yeah. So, so like in yeah, like in your training runs, like you should be doing the exact same things mm-hmm. you do in racing. So if you're eating a lot and when you're racing, like you should be eating the same amount and the same kinds of things, like during your training runs so like if i'm gonna eat you know if i want to eat i don't know quesadillas and watermelon and whatever in a race like i'm gonna practice with those exact things Mm. in my training run so i'm gonna bring (laughs) i'm gonna (laughs) you know fill my pack full of all of this food or have stuff in a cooler in my car and like treat my car like an aid station i'm gonna like you know loop around on the trail and come back and like eat those things so like i'm I'm always eating (laughs) and I think, you know, ultra running is an eating game, you know, and that's one thing I learned when I got into like the further you went, like it's, yes, it's like, you know, you want to run and you want to run well, but like if you don't eat enough, like you're not going to make it to that distance and you're not going to do it well. (laughs) And so it's, it's an eating game and you're going to feel like you're constantly eating and drinking. Um, I try to drink every, you know, 15 minutes or so and I'm taking a couple of sips and like you, you do feel like after a while, like all I'm doing is drinking and eating, you know, <laughs> but like, that's what it takes. I feel like 
to, uh, you know, to have a good run and to keep it that way and to race that way. Um, and, and, you know, like the more you practice that in your training, the better, like better your stomach and everything adapts to like race day, like you can do that on race day and, and, and not have issues, but yeah. yeah, you're training yourself to eat a lot. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's a lot of time, uh, friends, uh, they run with me. They're like, okay, you just have water bottle, just water. So oh, no. my, my, yeah. my, my theory, theory has been always been, which I need to listen to you and yeah. I need to do a little bit more research on this because I call a sock and all. So sock yeah. and all basically means you train yourself really deprived and even the race, you oh, give man. everything. And, no, uh, <laughs> well, I, I don't like that. I don't like that. My body doesn't like that. I mean, yeah. I have friends who do that, like friends who will go out and they'll just have like a little handheld and. You know, we're going to go out for like 20 miles and I'm like, are you, you going to fill that up and get some water soon? Or like, and they're like, I'm good. And they'll, you mm. know, they'll run miles without water. And I'm like, I no, I don't mm. do that. And I don't like, I don't feel like, yeah, yeah like depriving myself of those things is ever going to benefit me. Like it just makes me come into that run more dehydrated. And then my training for the rest of the week is that like lacking because I feel like then you're already like pre dehydrated and then the next day you go on your run and you're already dehydrated, you know, like, so I don't know. I, you know, it works for some people for sure. And that's great, but it, it doesn't for me. And so I've always just, you know, <laughs> people make fun of me because I'll have like <laughs> so much food and drinks and I'm like constantly yeah. like, Hey, let's go. Are we going to fill water yet? And they're uh. like, uh, okay and i'm like no i'm gonna run out like we're gonna have to go get water and so i'm, I'm yeah. big on <laughs> yeah. eating and drinking a lot and uh i don't like running out and I, but uh yeah no it's it's it, it, everyone has what works for them and definitely you know but, i like uh, to yeah. eat and drink a lot <laughs> yeah well, one of the things that I, when i go on the trail when i know that i don't have water i i, I have plenty i carry with me but still yeah i'm not uh, like what you're talking about continuously eating and uh, maybe that's my next trail racing uh, training season will start in the winter time mainly to practice that a little bit yeah so that's a, that's yeah and a, it's you know it's a pain sometimes to carry a bunch of stuff on you and you know make up food the night before and stuff like that there's days where i'm like man i just wish i was <laughs> i was just gonna be like everyone out you know like just take this little bottle of water and that's it you know yeah. but uh i found it, it it just works better for me to practice and like get my stomach ready for racing and um you know, like it, it's less of a problem when I race and I'm able to eat a, a whole bunch more food because like my stomach, that's what we do every run, <laughs> you know, like um, this is what we do every run. Nothing changed. So, so like so it, this, it's not guessing. So this totally makes sense uh, for me because uh, either I have to run race the way I train or I have to because a lot of time when I'm racing, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm suffering. My stomach is suffering through because I eat a lot during the race uh, versus yeah. training. So I think that's yeah, that so maybe like practice that in your training. Yeah. I, I I bet that will help out a lot just because your stomach is already used to that. Like it's used to you know Not running eating. the heat and eating a lot. It's used to running in the cold and eating. Like it's just it's just normal for your body. Yeah. And so like then then when you get into the race your body's like well this is nothing normal so like you know other things that come up may not be normal but this nutrition is the same as it's always been wow. and i find like that's yeah for me that's like key to like it's not you know my stomach never guesses like yeah <laughs> i mean every once in a while you'll have a little bit of an off day when you race and things you know Definitely. but it's easier to uh you know pinpoint things like that um if you've already like done that in training i think so yeah so it's, so it's a balancing act. Uh, <laughs> everything yeah. we do as a runner, ultra runner, as you go farther in the trail and the distance, 
it's all yeah. about balancing and you know trying to from the nutrition to time to family to everything we do yeah. you know absolutely so <laughs> it's always been my thing balance <laughs> you know like it it takes a lot of that and a lot of planning and you know like just yeah balancing all the things to make it you know work <laughs> but yeah, yeah i love that about like practice you know so yeah. you sound like much more disciplined runner than i am so <laughs> uh yeah maybe like sometimes people think it's too much but you know it's 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 I, it's what i love to do and i'm very passionate about it and um yeah i just i love being competitive and i love like the planning and the organization and all the detailed stuff um that's that's what i love so for me it's um yeah like my day does revolve a lot around running like i plan my run first before i plan everything else and <laughs> that's how i keep it like you know very like regimented and like everything happens you know and like i i do try to leave a little flexibility but like I find that the more I keep it that way, like it's easier for me to have, you know, to stick to my plan, like whatever I plan out, like it's very rare for me to like change that up. Like once I've planned it, um, mm. unless it's like something's really off, you know, but I try to stick to whatever I set out in my training plan. Like it's very rare that I'll have a, a run that I, you know, skip or cut short or any, like it's, I do what I say I'm going to set out to do. <laughs> so, but, uh, <laughs> And you're gonna go much further and faster as as you go in coming coming days. So this will this will be definitely in in a couple of years time when we look back this interview and listen to this interview like hmm yeah that totally makes sense. Or maybe may you you may change like uh, with the season like what we talked about you know yeah things may yeah. change. Yeah, yeah. You just never know. I feel like uh yeah like it's it's such a journey of of racing and stuff like that and i'm you know like i know we're never guaranteed to be able to always run 100 milers like it takes a lot of time um and that's my biggest thing you know looking into that i was like it takes a lot of time and like the commitment it takes and and who knows like in a couple of years like where i'll be in that like you know things yep. might change drastically and um you know that's kind of why when i jumped into signing up for my first <laughs> 100 miler like i had done a 50 and i was like i'm gonna do 100k next um and then I got injured and, um, wasn't able to run for a season. And one of my friends signed up for a hundred and I saw that he signed up and I'm like, well, you can't sign up without me. <laughs> so I was like, well, and you know, and I first like mentally was like, but I was going to do a hundred K first. And I was like, you know, what? we're never like guaranteed that I can always have the time to even do a hundred mile and I had the time that season. So I was like, heck, let's do this. And like, I just signed up. <laughs> so like, yeah, but yeah, yeah it's, it takes a lot of time, so, you know. Yeah, definitely. But I love it. <laughs> Carol, we, we talked uh, so much about so many uh, different aspects of running, ultra running. You know, put two ultra runners, runners together. We can talk for hours and hours, but, uh, <laughs> but we uh, will have to end somewhere. Uh, so uh, thanks for coming to Emran's podcast. Before we end this interview, I definitely like you to give a word of advice to all the runners, all our listeners listening uh, talking about the the balancing act that's what we 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 talked about throughout this interview off and on about balancing from from training to racing to nutrition to sleep to everything you know everything you do <laughs> we do it's kind of purely a balancing act because you know we cannot ignore one for the other so give us a, give us a words of advice yeah i just think um i've told people this many times but i think that um you know running and 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 our health and fitness and all that stuff is it's such a journey and it's, um, it's easy to get frustrated over like, you know, little things that are even big things that pop up and, um, 
you know, we have to learn a lot and it takes time and, um, you know, you'll have some things go well and then you'll find you have, you know, a whole bunch of other things go wrong. And there's just, there's so much learning to do. And I think like just asking questions and, um, being open to, you know, listening, but it's not that we always follow all those things we hear, but I think it's just taking, you know, being, being open to, to, I always ask tons of questions when I first started ultra running, um, and just was open to like trying new things out. And, um, you know, if things fail, like that's okay. Like we're going to have things go wrong. We're going to go out for a training run and it's going to go bad. And, um, you know, you're going to feel defeated, but I think it's just knowing that this is when you do feel defeated, like this is a journey and like this process doesn't, you know, come or go fast. Like we have to like, you know, be willing to get back up and try again. And so if, if something doesn't go right, like you can try as, as much as you want to figure out what went wrong. And sometimes we don't know, um, because ultra running is, is such a big, um, you know, like there's so much, there's so many different little things that can happen. Um, and, and we're not always going to know the reason why, you know? And so I think it's just, I think it's just being open, um, you know, just to learning new things and, and being okay to like fail, but but start over again. Um, you know, I had a, I had a, you know, DNFs and things like that. And it's just like, it's hard to get going afterward, but just knowing that this is a journey and like, it's all about like a, a process of learning and, um, yeah, like it's, yeah, it's just a journey, I guess. Like when you, if you look at it that way, it's not as, um, easy to get frustrated by things when they happen, if you look at it that way. So that's my words of advice. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great words of advice. And, uh, Thanks for coming to Emron's podcast. We yeah. really wish you good luck. Um, Thank you. Uh, Pinhody coming coming in Thank a couple you. of months, and uh, if yeah, you still I'm need a, <laughs> yeah, if you still need a pacer or, or a crew or something, just let us know. Our Birmingham running community. There are a lot of us out there. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm not personally here this year. I'm coming overseas. I'm I'm headed to Nepal around that time. But but definitely we'll uh, keep posted about your training and. Uh, everything you do as you as you go forward and uh, looking forward to hear more of your stories and you. running journey yeah so. yeah thank you for your support and having me on this is this is fun <laughs> <laughs> i love talking running <laughs> appreciate it thank you thanks thank you thanks for listening to another episode of emran's podcast please visit emrans.com to listen to our previous podcast episodes links to our social media channels get race photos get discount codes and more